Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, it is. Beam as or Beamer. Today you get Brian. Let's... <laughs> Uh, welcome in. Thanks for still hanging out with me. I've been here with you all morning long, and uh, we're just going to go about an hour later until 10 o'clock. I'm back. Um, I was hoping that, you know, after the way I left a couple weeks ago, I was hoping, you know, I'd be off for a week and someone uh, would think that a croquet player attacked me with a, one of those mallets on my way out, and that's why I was gone for that long. But no, it's not what happened. I took a break. It, I have not taken a, a week off of work like that since my son was born early 2020 when COVID was just a Wuhan thing. I, that's the last time I took an entire week off straight like I just did. And it feels refreshing. I can see why everyone likes doing it. Um, I, <laughs> I should do it more often. If it was very nice, had a nice uh, time out. Um, I'm feeling extra chipper this morning, getting right back at it. Tomorrow, probably I won't. I'll be ready to go back home again. But today, at least, a very good mood. I went to, um, you know, did a whole bunch of stuff over a time. Great family time. Um, went on a little trip. Did a lot of things over here. I went to Cleveland for a couple days. I'll have to talk about Cleveland. That's a nice town. Did that. Got a, you know, a picture taken next to handsome Dick Manitoba's jacket. Always a must do. Um, but, you know, did a, did a whole bunch of stuff. I went to, so a, a week ago, over a week ago now, went to see Jack White at Art Park. And then I went to, Friday night, I went to see Bill Burr at the arena. A lot of people were there, too. And I bet you that was a lot of people's first time doing the phone free show thing and it wasn't my first time doing a phone free show but it was my first time using the pouches because times before when I would do that you know I'd, I'd leave my phone at home or in the car or whatever you know I, I don't need it but now like no you can't get paper tickets anymore so Jack White I had to use my phone as a ticket I like getting paper tickets but the ticket was already so expensive I couldn't justify paying another ten dollars to get a paper ticket so I'm like all right I'll use my phone but now, because your phone's your ticket, you have to take it in. Then you have to use the pouch. And, you know, I was surprised at how seamless it was, kind of going in and out. No long lines or anything like that. Uh, Bill Burr, the comedian at the arena, he it was a little longer getting in. I, I mean, the line was wrapped around the arena to get in as everyone was figuring out what to do with the phone pouch. 
Um, and that was a li- that was funny because the email that you got before the show was just hilarious. Because in the same email, it says, your phone is your ticket. And also, this is a phone-free show. So in the same email, it was like, what's going on here? But no, you ha- So you had to do that, too, and do the pouch thing, which works really, you know, it worked fine. It's a little annoying. I'd rather have a paper ticket and just not take my phone in at all. But had to do what you had to do. Didn't have actual physical tickets this time around so i was able to you know do that it worked it worked very well that company is making a. it's the same company they did jack white they did uh, bill burr they do i mean it's the only one i've seen do it this yonder company they got to be making a killing great idea by them lock your phones up and you can feel it too i mean the comedy show it's kind of obvious you know they don't want people recording the jokes you know don't want everyone on their phone. I you really feel it at the concert too, especially with a guy like Jack Way. He's so good at whipping up the crowd. I unbelievable. He was phenomenal, as he always is. But he does such a good job of, you know, you go to see some artists and they do the, you know, ah, let me hear you, you know, something like that. It doesn't really work. I mean, he knows how to play the crowd into a frenzy. I mean, he'll hold off a note. He doesn't have to say anything. It just and it just whips everyone up, and everyone's paying attention because no one's on their phone. It's awesome. So it's just a little bit of what I did. I had a great time off, and yeah, refreshed, recharge. Anything happened when I was gone? No. Um, Now listen, I I know it was talked about on this show before. Uh, Obviously, you just heard an interview there with Cheryl Myers Booth on the uh, Matt Arisa situation with the Bills. And it's something that, honestly, I don't really want to talk about. And I'll tell you why. I, you know, we could do the normal thing here, and I can tell you what I think, and we'll take your calls, you can tell me what you're, you know, all this stuff. But I'll tell you why that doesn't interest me, and that's because, look, this is what we know. The now former Bills punter, he's right now he's one of two things. This guy is either a monster or he's a victim. Those are two wildly different things. He's either a monster or a victim. And now I know this is 2022, and I know that we're on the radio here, in the media, and everyone's supposed to have a take on everything, and you have to have an opinion on anything. But, I, you know, I'm going to take a, a wild stance here that nobody else seems willing to do. And I'm going to say, you know, unlike everybody online, unlike everybody else in the media, I'm just going to say here that, you know, this person, he's either a monster or a victim I'm going to say I don't have enough information and nor will I to be able to tell you which one of those he is. And neither does anybody else. So I'm not going to try. I could sit here and spin my wheels uh, talking about this all the time. But no, that's not 
for me to figure out. Now, you know, depending on how you look at it, you could say fortunately, you could say unfortunately. That's basically the position the Bills took. I, I really do understand what the Bills did over the weekend after listening to what Brandon Bean had to say. And basically what he said is, listen, we are we employ linebackers, not investigators. You know, we're a football team. We're not a police force. So he said, we can't begin to pretend like we are going to investigate and get to the bottom of what happened here because we're a football team. We're not the sheriff's department. So that's what he said, and I, you know, I was, I was relieved to hear that. I, it was a nice breath of fresh air. You know, there were no excuses. There, there wasn't. There was nothing. There was the GM of the Bills saying, "I, we don't have the resource. We're not in a position to pretend like we're going to come up with what actually happened." So what did they say? They said, we're a football team. We want to focus on football. This is obviously going to take away from that focus, so we're releasing him. And that was their position. That's what happened over the weekend. So and after listening to it, I thought that was perfectly reasonable and expected. I took issue with a lot of the headlines that said, you know, a backlash, right? You know, the after the tremendous backlash, because I, I don't know about you, but I didn't really see a tremendous backlash besides for two places. Twitter and in the media, which if you drew a Venn diagram, the media circle would just be in the Twitter circle. So it is one place. You know, anytime someone says, yeah, well, it looks like right now it's a, a fan opinion leans toward cutting. I was never given the poll in the mail. I was never asked about this. I, you're just looking at people's tweets. And what do people on Twitter do? You know, just one thing. I mean, I was kind of bugged about that. But, I mean, that's just, that's where it is, right? There's two stories here. This guy is one of two things, either one uh, the worst potential person or a victim who has gotten his life, you know, swept out from under him because of an accusation made. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know which one is it. I, I, and I think that's perfectly reasonable, even though it's, it's somehow not popular. So, I mean, that's what it is going to be now. You know, people will talk about this, and I did, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit more tomorrow. I did think this was interesting. I'll give it like 24 more hours to simmer. But I did, you know, our our boss is off. Our boss is off this week, by the way, so yes, I am wearing camo cargo shorts to work. That's what happens. Um, but, you know, he'll send some things. You know, what what are people talking What are some of the things you could talk about? And on this... He wrote down, people are terminated for much less. And I read that and I said, who? I, uh, and where? 
who who has been fired for much less? I think this is a conversation for a different day, and I'm uh, I'm ready to have it because in my work experience, I would say this is my first like kind of corporate. Even though I've worked for you know big corporate plate, you know McDonald's, that's a big corporation, right? But this is, I would say, the first like kind of corporate feeling job. But you know, I've worked different media jobs. I've worked different food service jobs. You know, odd jobs. I, I've worked a whole bunch of different jobs. I, when I say people have been fired for much less, in my experience, nobody ever gets fired for anything. Like, <laughs> you have to do something totally egregious to be fired. Like, the amount of, I must, I would be the worst boss ever. I would fire so many people all the time for doing what I think would be a fireable offense. I <laughs> does people get fired for who where? I don't does anyone get fired? I that's just my word. And look, look, I have limited experience. You know, I've probably worked for what, six different companies over the course of my life. Like I don't but I just Remember going through at every single job I've ever had. I've always, there's been times where I've gone, does anybody get fired for anything? I feel like you can kind of pretty much do whatever you want for the most part. And no one ever gets fired. Maybe I've worked in really relaxed jobs my entire life, but I, I don't know. That's just what it seems like to me. So I, I think that's a conversation for another day. I like that. I would like to hear from people who have been fired, or, but that's uh, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Like I said, that, that's where I want it for now. I'll give it another 24 hours to simmer, but for now, that's where it stands. You don't need to hear from me. You don't need to hear from anybody online or any situations like this. It's in the news because it's a very public figure. He's been the only Billy to talk about during training camp. It's a very public situation. But once you start reading about, I don't know. I think you probably should just not read about anything because nobody, everyone's in the same position as I am, but no one wants to admit it. This guy's either a monster or he's a victim. And I'm not going to pretend to know which is up. So we'll move on to another thing we talked about this morning and that I missed last week, student loan forgiveness, which I think is one of the most interesting Topics to talk about, especially from where I sit. I said this to uh, Ed Hutton. He joined us live in studio earlier this morning. Because I think you'll hear uh, a lot of people have talked about student loan forgiveness, but I'm in a very unique situation here on WBEN. I don't think anyone else is in my situation. I'm. You're here for me. I've ha- had loans. So I've gone through the entire student loan process. I've had that. And also, I've paid back all my student loans. I am not in student loan debt. Because in April of 2020, I made what would go down as hopefully the stupidest decision of my life. I got out of debt. I mean, who would have thought you'd ever say that? A lot of uncertainty. There was a moratorium put on paying back the loans. I still owed $9,000 plus in student loans. I looked at the whole situation. I said, I don't want to be carrying 
this debt further. So I scraped a little from savings. You know, I took a bunch of money. I took a big plunge and I paid it off. I said, that's it. We're done with the student loan debt. And even at the time, you know, you, you feel good initially, right? It's like, a, let, let's pour one out. We're no more student loan payments. We did it. We got it. We paid for college. Finally, you know, almost 10 years later, I did it. And then there was always that in the back of my mind, like, hey, you know, should I have not done this? Someone's going to get in here and forgive it all. Like, should I have not done this? But I, I pushed that back and I said, you know what? We are... We're done with it. We're moving on to the next chapter. And then, you know, I saw the news last week. And look, I am not a person. I I like to kind of live in the uh, virtue of charity. Which is to say I give people the benefit of the doubt. And I feel good for people when good things happen to them. Like I, I, I never really understood people who feel like spiteful or, you know what I mean, like are jealous of other people's success. I, I want the best to happen to everybody. It's good. So, you know, for all these people who are getting debt washed out, good for them. I mean, that's, that's great news for you. Sweet. I don't have any ill will toward anybody who had their debt wiped out. You know, who was in the same position as me, and now maybe, you know, this still isn't a a done deal yet. But maybe doesn't have to worry about that same thing that I did. So, I don't have any ill will to that, but I tell you what, I was a little sick to my stomach for a little bit. Because it's, it was a gut punch reading this and saying, you know how you just paid back your debt? I mean, you could have took the family to Hawaii. You could have done that. You could have done all these other things. You could have retired a couple years earlier, maybe. You could have put the money toward your mortgage or, you know, the the other debt you have. You know, another reason I wanted to get out of that debt, I don't like carrying. I, I have a credit card. I pay it off in full every month. I, I don't like carrying around any sort of debt like that. It's only for big things. We have a car payment. We have a house payment. And that's it. And I had a student loan payment. And so I said, I know I was going to have to have a car payment soon. My car was not doing well. We had a young baby. I'm like, I'm not going to get a beater to, you know, drive my kid around in. So I'm going to get rid of one debt if I'm going to take out another. So now uh, we had a student loan and a house. Now we have a house and a car. And it was a go- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Punch. I have to tell you. I, I just felt sick for myself. Now, if that's the worst thing that ever happens to me, I lived a pretty darn good life. I, I live a great life. I am a blessed life, great family, great everything. But it still hits you a little bit because that's a big chunk of change. So that's where I'm sitting right now, uh, kind of taking this in. And I have a few thoughts on this entire process. I'll take yours too. 8030930. Brian Mazarowski. I'll be back after the news break on WBEN. Sorry, Brian Mazarowski, back with you here on WBEN. And uh, began talking about student loans and uh, this loan forgiveness plan during the last segment and telling you a little bit of my story, you know, which I, I think is a unique take here, at least uh, amongst what you'll hear on this station as somebody who had loans. Paid them off at the worst possible time. And, uh, you know, now is watching the situation unfold. I just, it, it is hilarious to me, in a way, that I can say the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life is pay off uh, my student loan debt. Which is not to say I've done other stupid things, but just that turned out to be a really dumb decision. <laughs> I'm. I'm not, you know, to clarify, if you missed the last time, I'm not angry toward anybody. I, I think that's what gets misconstrued a little bit. Um, just w- when people talk about this situation, is it, it's kind of taken as a, you know, how come you? And a lot of people get angry and they finger point and they get mad. At other, I'm just, I don't like to live my life that way. I, when something good happens to somebody, good for you. That's, I, I hope good things happen to people all the time. That's I, just how I prefer to live my I think you're, if you're, uh, you know, being happy in somebody else's sorrow or vice versa or, you know, hoping somebody else fails, like that's just a miserable way to go through life. So for everyone who's helped out by that, good for you. Um, it I, I did feel a little bit of a gut punch. I probably could have used that money to, for a lot of other things. The I am annoyed 
There's a difference. I good for you to everybody. I will say. Oh, I am annoyed at the people who I see online, and I do see these people who have been complaining about what a big problem it is for them and how they need the uh, student loan repayment. And I see them, you know, post online about their month-long trip throughout the UK. And thinking, wait a second. Obviously, this is not that much of a burden. You know, I didn't take that trip because I paid off the loan. But I, it, it does bring up some other uh, parts to this. It, my big problem with this is that it's stupid. <laughs> um, and, and I say that because, you know, it's great for the people that it helps. It's great for the people that it helps. But it's really like only like handing out some lottery tickets. Me, it's like I got the lottery ticket but threw it out. <laughs> That's how I feel. But no, it's it's like you handed out a bunch of lottery tickets. It doesn't help the problem. Everybody who is going to graduate from high school this year and go to college next year, or is going to college right now, um, or is applying for some of these student loans in this federal these federal aid programs now. It's not you're going to be in the same situation as everybody else was. Your loans aren't being forgiven. You still have to take it out. I mean, they're not helping anybody move forward. And this idea of it, it's too transparently political to do any good. Because when people can point the finger, people aren't going to see the good that this does. Because it's too easy to point the finger at politics, when you make the cap $125,000 a year in income for wiping out $10,000 in debt, I mean, it's transparent. I mean, who is a college graduate making around $100,000 a year? I mean, that's the voter that they're trying to get. If you, are, I can't help but look at this and say, if you are making six figures on an annual basis, and you're being hamstrung by $10,000 in debt? You have other problems, and this might help you right now, but you are going to continue to have other problems in the future because you have no idea how to handle your money. I was able to cut back. Uh, and look, I had advantages that not everyone has. For a year after I graduated college, I moved back into uh, my bedroom my mom's place. And I lived in my room for a year, shoved everything right in that. I mean, it was a mess. And I lived there for you because I had to. I, I couldn't afford anything else. I didn't listen to my parents who said, why don't, why don't you become a pharmacist? Why don't you do, you know, something that actually paid? No, no. I was a rebellious uh, teenager. I didn't want to listen to anyone. Uh, so, you know, I had that event. Not everybody has that advantage. So I, I did have a lot of advantages going my way to be able to do this. But... I still, you know, $125,000 a year. That's twice the median household income in the U.S. Not for one person. Household income. That's double the median household income. And we're saying that you are the people who need help to pay back $10,000. No, you should be able to, no problem, get rid of that debt if you're making that money. I, I know that because I was able to do it making a fraction of that amount of money. You should be able to do it. I think that 
again, this program will help a lot of people. That cap should be way lower. It should not be $125,000. It shouldn't even be $50,000. You can, uh, 40 maybe? And that would actually help people. And then there's this idea that it doesn't help people going forward. You're not addressing the problem. The problem, why is college so expensive? I give the same example every time because I can't think of anything more ridiculous. I paid to take a college class because I had to to get my degree where I played hot cross buns on the recorder. Like it was third grade. That College costs are balloon. That's what it is. I listened to an old man blow into a didgeridoo, which is basically, you know, the Ricola commercials? Ricola! That's... I listened to that for 30 minutes in a class. That was a requirement. I took a class called film. These are all requirements. I took a class called film comedy. I watched Buster Keaton run away from a train to get my college degree. I feel like you could take a machete to college and help these kids out. If you make college something you can actually work through again, then people wouldn't be in this situation. But no, it's just ballooned. The cost is insane. Why is the cost insane? Because people can get these loans to be able to afford crazy expensive college. And then it just morphs into this big problem. If you got away with all the loans, well, what, what, what would happen? You'd, you know, you'd have about five years of people no one would be able to afford to go to college. That, I mean, that's the tough truth. But in the long run, what you'd have is colleges would be forced to cut back on all that crap and make it more affordable so that the average person could afford it again because people would stop going. They wouldn't be able to afford it without these loans. If you got away with the loans, period. You're not allowed to take out federally subsidized loans to go to college. People would be shut out of college for a while before it ran around again. And colleges were able to say, all right, we need to cut out this. We need to cut out that. We need to get rid of, we need to kind of stick with the core, what we're learning, and then people would be able to afford it, and then we'll get our students back. Or you just make college free for everybody, which I'm not saying is a bad idea either. I, you know, I think you can go either way. You're going to have to go one way or the other, though, or else you're just going to have this problem again. Go to Jim. Jim in Hamburg, thanks for waiting. Uh, what's on your mind this morning? Yeah, I, I'm listening to your program, and I wanted to mention to you that you didn't finish paying your college loan off. According to Joey and the White House, you're going to end up paying $2,000 in taxes towards this. So you still owe $2,000 on your college loan. So... Understand what I'm saying. I need heart medicine. I'm 75 years old. So the neighbor's kid comes over and tells me, hey, thanks for all the money. Sorry about you not being able to get your heart medicine. You got to look at it realistically. You're, you're developing a whole generation of irresponsibility. When you sign an undotted line like I have my whole life, I'm responsible for that loan. Yeah, Jim, I I, you bring up a good point. You call it irresponsibility. I call it just being oblivious. Because I, I think that's what you're getting into. And we had Ed Hutton in here. I The time we spent seven to eight 
here with Ed Hutton, and I told him after the fact, I said, you know what, high school and college, eight years of schooling, and you were in here for an hour, and that's probably uh, more economic talk than I had in eight years of schooling, because <laughs> no one teaches you anything, and you just you just don't know. Kids are told their entire life, you got to go to college or else you're going to be a loser. That, I mean, that's what kids are told. At least where I come from. You know, college, or else you're going to end up doing something stupid. You're not going to make any money. Now, that's not true, but it's what you're told. It's drilled through your head. So you got to go. You got to go. You're focused on it. You go. You don't know what you're doing when you get there. You know, oh, you take out these loans so you can go to college. Oh, sure, whatever, sign. I mean, no one's. It, it is a predatory loan. And in that sense, you know, the forgiveness part of it, I can see. It doesn't totally not make sense to me. The way the program's implemented, though, I think is stupid because it helps people out. It's going to help out a lot of people, but it's not going to fix any of the problems. Jim in Williamsville. Jim, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Yeah, good morning. Um, Comment on on your comment regarding your paying off your loan and you talking about how stupid it was, you know, uh, you you did the right thing. You did the honorable thing. You 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 borrowed the money. You paid it back. You know, you you should be proud of that. Don't don't worry about being stupid. <laughs> it's tough. It's and, tough to not worry, Jim. Though you know what, I've always wanted to go to the Keck Observatory in Hawaii. You can you go up this tall mountain and you can base it without even a telescope. You can just see the stars so clearly. I probably could have done that. Yeah. I had one other comment on uh, the, the tossing the punter and, and, you know, just, you know, whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty. Well, Jim, we'll get into that, I think, tomorrow maybe. Thanks for the call. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe we'll give that another 24 hours to put on the side burner. And I, I say it's what I said in the first segment. There's a, he's either a monster or a victim. And anybody who tells you they know what's going on uh, 100% is a liar. (laughs) So you should kind of be weary of that. That's basically what you heard from the Bills. Uh, But it it is one of these things that I can see. Look, if you listen to me, I am not totally poo-pooing the idea of student loan forgiveness because like I said I I do think in a way it is a predatory loan I I do think there is a major problem here but what this plan doesn't do is fix any of the problems it offers a solution to a certain group of people and that's it it's a one-time boom and then the problem continues for the next year. And then what? You're going to end up here in another 20 years. Are we going to do this again? Maybe. Somebody's saying I can request my payments back. <laughs> now we're talking. Hawaii. Here we come. We're going. I But no, there is a, you know, there's a couple people there. There are people who are really struggling. And there are people who say that they're struggling with student loans, and yet you see them, you know, they're spending their money. They're driving nice cars. They're going on huge vacations. They're doing, 
Like, that's not struggling with your loans. That's just not being smart with your money. That's If you are in debt and doing those things, you know, well, I, you're going to be helped right now, but I have a feeling you're going to end up in a similar situation in the future because you're not spending money like you're in debt. I, that's just me. Am I, uh, you know, one half a semester of economics in eight years of schooling? <laughs> um, we'll go to Joe in NT, my neck of the woods. Joe, what's going on? Um, if if they wanted to uh, end this, this charade, and you're, like you said, they are treating a symptom rather than going after the actual cause of the problem, what all they'd have to do is one simple law that colleges are not able to collect any payments on any of these student loans until the student that graduates with said degree in whatever field starts working in that field. So if you get a degree in French ancient literature uh, and you owe $50,000, well, yeah, the day you get a job in a museum talking about it, okay, then your payments start. But until that moment that colleges should just sit on their hands and have, well, we, we gave him, you know, we gave him an education in such and such. You know, if he's a pharmacist, he can get hired the day out of school. But if, but they're selling classes, like you said, where you're, you're looking at a professor play an, uh, an obscure instrument that didn't help you do anything in life or make you any money. So just a simple law that colleges cannot attempt to collect on any student debt until that kid is employed in the field of his his or her education. Joe, there's one the the thing that would have to change though is then the loans would have to be given out by the colleges themselves. Well, you know what? And what would that do? That would make the colleges take a long hard look at uh, we're going to teach this kid, you know, uh, Eskimo behavior in the 1800s, uh, I don't think so. You know, we're not going to give him a loan for that because there's no way in hell he's going to get a job, you know, preaching that or teaching that. I don't, or, Joe, I took you know, that class. That. that was pretty good. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call. Well, to go around. Thanks. Uh, you know, that's one idea. That's a decent idea. Um, I. That is a decent idea. I, look, none of these ideas I can actually see happening. None of the real solutions that you could you know, see leading to an end to the problem, you could actually see happening in practice. That's the problem with this. My idea of just ending all student loans, getting rid of loans, period, uh, on a federal you know, student loans, it will never happen. And the number one reason is that in the short term, it would mean that a ton of people can't go to college. I mean, it would cut off opportunity for a lot of people to go to college, which would be a huge problem. The idea is in the long term, it would, you know, no more Eskimo study or, you know, whatever uh, Joe mentioned, all, all the fat that you see in universities, right? And there is a lot of fat. There's an administrator for everything. Go to any college, look up their job postings. Just and look, just look at the titles, and look at how many jobs there are in every single department. I mean, that is that is what this has led to. Why is college so expensive? There, there's your answer. It would hopefully lead colleges to cut back on that, but I don't think that's going to happen. Is college going to be free for everybody? You know, actually, it might be more likely. And quite frankly, I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. 
And you want to go to college? All right. You know, we'll, we'll foot the bill. You might have to pay for room and board, but everything else is covered. The tuition cost. Uh, and then, you know what? Some people would still choose to, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to learn a trade. And they would still have that same leg up on college students in terms of four years of work and earning money that many college students don't have. I, and maybe that's a way to go around it. I don't know. But uh, what's happened here, I, I don't think it solves any problems. I do think it's good for the people it helps. I, I hope you now use that money wisely. An extra 3000 or $300 a month, likely for most people, uh, if you're not repaying that loan. Joe Beamer is uh, coming up uh, next. He's in for David all week long. He's with me here. Joe. Um you know, Brian, you bring up one thing with the um, with the student loans. You have people that are making you know, right on the edge of what the cutoff is for this, and saying, "Oh, this is going to be great." I think it also shows that I that I I was I'm not mad at people. I get mad when I read that. Right. I get mad when I read that. Like, oh, you know, oh, this is going to go off this tax return. That means it's good. If you're making six figures and you can't pay back a ten thousand dollar debt, you're there's You're not going to be ahead. You're going to find yourself in more debt somewhere down the line. It's going to help you right now, but that should not have been a problem. That's not hindering you from doing anything. See, we have a we have a problem with financial responsibility. More than 50% of this country lives paycheck to paycheck, and that includes people, Brian, that make six figures. And I I, I think you illustrated that point very nicely. So that, but that's it's not a problem. So people leaving paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes that's I mean that's the reality of life. If you are making that amount of money and living paycheck, that's where you have yeah. a financial responsibility problem. Exactly, um, and you have to you have to figure out what's going on, what's going wrong there. Um, what are you going to talk about, Joe? We're going to talk about hiring issues. It was uh, highlighted in the Buffalo News today. We'll touch on that. Also, did you see that all the channels the VMAs were on last night? I had an issue with one. We'll bring that up, and uh, and even more, Brian. I was all, you know, I think you can tell just my voice. I got like all hyped up in the last five hours and I've been going. Now I'm just like, I'm hitting a wall. But you know Crashing. what? You came back strong. My first day back. You came back strong from a week off. I think tomorrow's going to be rough. Ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was saying I was, I, I would care, I would characterize myself as an early riser. Um, you know, generally, but like for normal people, like in, if I just never had any alarm, which is just up to my own devices every day, I think I would be out of bed by seven. You know, oh. no ebbs and flows of what I think, uh, no responsibilities, just, you know, I would be out of bed by seven, which I would think that would be like an early riser. But now, um, you know, like on vacation last week, because I get up way earlier, now I'm sleeping in way later, and now it's way earlier. It's just seven o'clock is a sleeping for us. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> but but it doesn't feel like it. That's the problem, right? It doesn't like eight thirty feels like a good sleep. I never get to go that late, eight thirty. No, but like if I had a long stretch of seven, I'd be great. Oh yeah, let your body adjust. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to your show coming up next after the news. You got Brian, and now it's Beamer. Coming up next uh, on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.